Hello and welcome to the Mind Springs podcast with me, Alastair Appleton. I hope you enjoy what you hear, and if you'd like to find out more about us, then visit mind-springs.org. Um, that's a great question, uh, as always. Um, I think the um, one way of talking about this is uh, coming to this idea of higher self and higher power. So this, um, in you know, for many people, this is a kind of mind-boggling and quite off-putting uh, concept. You know, many people don't have a belief in God, for example. Um, but a sense of feeling so isolated in one's own consciousness can also be very oppressive. Uh, and the first step of coming out of the thinking mind into the body can feel like quite a relief once we get over our initial shock at having bodies. <laughs> that we come into the soma and this feels like, oh, you know, there's, there's more to me than just my thoughts. <clears throat> uh, but... Uh, very often we, we also have a sense and we can have moments of you know, breakthrough on you know, psychedelics or just through spiritual experiences where we have a very strong sense that there's more than even just our somatic sense, that our, our sense of self is, is limited. And so then we have this, this notion of the higher self, um, which is, is, is not something other than ourself. It's like a kind of greater understanding of ourself. One second. Ruth, sorry, could you, could you do somewhere else? <laughs> Lovely Ruth is cutting my hedges. So I had this experience myself when I was working with ayahuasca, the shamanic um, medicine in Brazil, that uh, the, the woman who, who ran that retreat, Sylvia, who was a psychotherapist, she used this term, the higher self. And I, at the time, I was um, in a very uh, atheistic uh, portion of my Buddhist path. And I was attracted to Buddhism because it didn't require belief in this higher power. Um, but just before, um, it was actually not so long ago, about six or seven years ago, um, she, she talked about this higher self. And I suddenly realized, just before I went into the, uh, the journey, into the session, that I'd completely forgotten my higher self. I'd, it's almost like I'd erased him or her or them. And uh, that... Unpredictably, that whole journey with ayahuasca, that, that whole session, was about reconnecting or remembering uh, this much bigger octave, this much bigger um, portion of myself that I'd sort of airbrushed. In my hurry to get rid of God, I'd also got rid of the kind of the divine part of myself, that is the beyond human part of myself. Or, or maybe you could say the not beyond human, but like ultra-human part of myself. I don't have to get rid of the human part. Uh, and then what happens is that when, when we, 
and to speak from my own experience, that when we go into that, that space beyond the kind of narrow conceptual idea of ourself, you know, what we think about ourselves, then we get into an energy, in an energetic field, which is akin to, and well, it's the same as the energy that we feel in our body when we do the somatic work, the sense of presence, the sense of energy, of emotion, of these things inside the body, extends beyond the body. So we can, you know, if you want to visualize it, you could think of yourself as being 12 foot tall and like 8 foot wide. Um, like a, a vast being, and you're sitting sitting inside that bigger version of yourself. But when we when we start to connect with that bigger sense of ourselves, then we realize, oh, actually, the bigger sense of myself is the same as the higher power. <laughs> but actually, it doesn't. It's not like there's a an edge where you okay, go. Oh, this is now my my higher self ends and God begins or the universe begins, you realize that you are the universe experiencing itself. And so um, at some point, the, the path of the higher self, which would be the, if you like, the Hindu, in some sense, the Buddhist notion that the self kind of breaks down the bigger it gets until it becomes meaningless to call it a self, really because you are part of what's in Buddhism is called the Dharmakaya, or in, in Hinduism would be called Brahman. So the Atman, the, the self, the higher self, kind of becomes indistinguishable from Brahman, which is the, the self of the universe. And of course, this is the seat of all energy. And in some sense, the, the depletion and exhaustion we feel in our spine is an optical illusion because we are constantly plugged in. We are the universe experiencing itself. And we have to work quite hard to convince ourselves that there's no energy in our body, paradoxically. Because actually we're full of energy all the time. This is what I meant about the gates always being open. The crown and the, and the, the root are always open. But we sort of hypnotize ourselves to think that there's no energy in us and we're exhausted. And that can feel very real. But in a way we have to drop that and allow uh, us, us to feel and taste and savor the energy that is always there behind our limited idea of ourself. And I feel that, you know, you can conceptualize that uh, but it doesn't work. <laughs> but if you feel it, if you feel it from the spine out, then you feel it, and then it's. Um, it depends how you feel that energetically. <laughs> I mean, in one way, the words are all irrelevant. It's it's when you extend outwards. What do you encounter? And you can call that the non-self. You can call that God. You can call that the higher self. You can call that the, call it any anything. But it's the felt experience of that expansion that is important. A plugging in to something bigger than your concept of yourself. In a word, the word you just choose a word that you feel comfortable with. But the, 
in a word, the word is irrelevant. It's the it's the feeling, that feeling of expanding, of being bigger than your idea of yourself. Thank you for listening. And if you'd like to join our live sessions, you can at mindsprings-practicespace.org. Also, if you feel inspired to give us a review or a rating, we'd really appreciate it. It helps other people find us.